0: Hello, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to episode seventeen of the Higher Mammal Podcast. I'm your host, Parker Hyena.
1: And I am your host, Barbecue Skunk. Uh, welcome to the Higher Mammal Podcast. Uh, we've got a lot of news for y'all today, and um, some good news, some bad news, and some uh, wild fucking news that you know is never of short supply in the furry fandom. Uh. But yeah, we got a lot of news for y'all today, a lot of content, and um, maybe a little bit shorter episode. Uh, I know Parker's been trying to to get me to do a little bit shorter episodes, and I wouldn't mind that, honestly.
0: Yeah, I just want to make something that can be more accessible so more people have time to listen. But uh, yeah, I figured since one of our lovely people on Twitter loved to comment on how we... uh, do indeed cover the furry fandom in an honest way. I figure we should actually talk more about furry stuff.
1: And um, speaking of Twitter spats and um, covering the, honest, the furry fandom in an honest way, um, I got my first gatekeeping for, uh, for fursuiting now. That was quite odd.
0: Yeah, he like fucking replied to you. He said like, it was just like he kind of quoted the Twitter bio and said like from someone who doesn't even fursuit.
1: Well, yeah, well, the whole argument started around, like, um he says, uh, this comment section is a free block list, and uh, I replied with the, um you know, the kid from Recess, Randall, I think his name was?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, he was like, I'm like, this is you? <laughs> and he's got, like, Randall just hunched over with his little fucking notepad, taking notes and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he says, uh but he says, an honest look at the furry fandom by someone that doesn't even suit. <laughs> And I'm like <laughs> clearly he has no idea.
0: <laughs> oh, like there, I'm, you I'm, don't I'm, if you don't plaster your fursuit all over your social media, then clearly you're not a fursuiter.
1: Obviously. Damn, I'm a terrible furry, you know? i I just don't post enough fursuit pics, apparently to uh to, like, be, to be a real furry in the eyes of Traces.
0: <laughs> yeah, like well, I'm pretty
1: sure that's not even his suit in the photo, I, although I don't know, because it it looks like several other suits I've already seen.
2: That's probably just, like, a popular maker. Mm, I want to say
1: it looks like Lemon Brat.
2: Uh, maybe. It kind of looks like
0: strobe suit, just because it's, like, a lynx.
1: Oh my god, speaking of strobes, I found some really, like, disturbing shit that I... Probably can't even mention on the podcast, but I'm pretty sure it had strobes in it.
0: Oh, yeah, the diaper first stuff, or is it worse?
1: Worse, much worse. Okay, like,
0: I, I, about that <laughs> later.
1: Yeah, I, I don't really want to get into that. It was, I'm still kind of scarred.
0: All right, but um, that fucking uh, so that initial conflict you got on Twitter, I believe that was over the Anthrocon if I'm not mistaken, right?
1: I believe so, yes.
0: Alright, let me pull that up. I can pull up the exact tweet. But a basic summary. um, Anthrocon, which I would say is definitely in the upper echelon of big furry conventions, announced their um, official COVID mandates for their convention coming in June and July. And uh, here, let me pull it up from the AnthroCon Twitter, at AnthroCon. AnthroCon has heard the concerns of our members, and in response, we will be posting the convention COVID policy details in our guidelines in the coming week. Our policy will address vaccination and masking requirements and procedures. We will incorporate local yeah. guidance policy with updates as needed closer to the convention date. We sincerely apologize for any concerns or confusion to our membership regarding the topic. And then attached is a picture of their COVID policy from January 18th. um, We can share that we will require masking in densely congregated areas like the dealer's den or the main ballroom and proof of vaccination slash negative test prior to the convention. So basically they they caved.
1: Yeah, and they, they literally didn't change a fucking thing about last year. Oh, okay, so they had the I, same... I think code. the mask policy is maybe a little different. They maybe loosened up a little bit on the fucking mask policy. Because yeah. I remember, like, last year you had to be... you had to be fucking masked in suit, which I know nobody fucking liked.
0: Yeah, I don't... I don't get that. People got onto other people for that, for not wearing a mask in their fursuit, for fucking uh, MF MFF...
1: Yeah, they, they did the same thing at Stratus for the other year too.
0: Yeah, and I imagine or, they had other conventions. Yeah, some, some bitch but...
1: wanted to like have me like do a mask check under my fursuit, suit, and I just walked away.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Yeah, I just walked away like I didn't even fucking hear them. <laughs> she was chasing me for like a good thirty seconds. <laughs> it was funny as shit. I was just like walking around, waving at people, and those little bitch like little like five-foot-four bitch, like, behind me is like, excuse me, excuse me, sir, sir, excuse me, you need it I need to check your mask.
0: So, like, oh, I don't,
1: because
0: these people say shit, like, um, oh, why can't you wear such, like, tiny little mask? And I'm like, if they're already wearing, like, a two-inch fursuit head, why would they need the tiny little mask? A we're parent...
1: already, we're already wearing, like, a full-body, like, like, padded foam Suit like what? We don't need to add a fucking mask to that. Yeah, you know, we're we're pretty much already like a fursuit suit is basically like uh it's like I, I kind of want to compare it to like like just a carpet of your own filth. Yeah, yes, because like motherfuckers will sweat, they'll will do all kinds of gross shit in their fursuit, suit, but you know the the fucking the fucking fursuit suit. Uh, I'm not, sorry, the mask under the fursuit is apparently where we draw the fucking line, because, you know, we can, we can be unhealthy in every other aspect, but, you know, as soon as somebody gets the fucking coup oh we're, we need to shut down the whole con, and everybody, and all the unvaccinated, or it's all the unvaccinated's fault. And yeah. The usual gaslighting.
0: And I mean, you know, it goes without saying that, like, um, you know, this is the same convention with, like, we're second- rampant they need hiv testing where everybody's doing drugs the drugs are so rampant that people are putting out drug psa's drinking everywhere they need to literally like line the hotels with plastic wraps so people won't make a mess of fuck
1: i saw that like they wrapped the whole fucking like hallway in the uh fuck which which uh which hotel was that
0: i don't know i don't keep track of the hotels
1: yeah but one one of the convention hotels apparently caught on to the fact that furries are disgusting degenerates and um like saran wrapped the entire like hallway like halfway like it's like up to like waist level i think yeah it's yeah. just like somebody spent all that time like coating every little surface of that hallway Not even, like, the rooms or anything. I don't don't even know if it was, like, the rooms or the main area or whatnot. But, like, the whole fucking hallway that I guess was, like, the furry wing or whatever uh, was covered in plastic. So, yeah, we... Furries have created a very low-trust society within ourselves.
2: Yeah, if you,
0: like, I don't know... Well, I mean, like, if you get the room messy, they can charge you for that. But, like, the hallway, you know, that'd be a little bit harder, so might as well just fucking coat it in plastic.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like, I don't know, they're just so worried about, like, these this mask shit when there's, like, other issues to tackle. So Anthrocon does take place in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which I don't know much about Pennsylvania's sociocultural climate. But since it is kind of northern, I'm going to assume it's more liberal.
1: Well, Pittsburgh, especially because Pittsburgh and Philadelphia are the two uh, biggest major cities in wait. Shoot, isn't Pennsylvania. <laughs>
0: Pennsylvania? I don't know. What? If it's Philadelphia. Hold on, I can just check the Twitter account.
1: Well, yeah, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia are two. Um, it was in Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, so Anthrocon is in Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, Philadelphia um, was in Philadelphia.
2: Oh. Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think there's actually another con that in in Pennsylvania. I forget what it is, but another con where they're requiring masks and vaccine mandates and shit.
2: Yeah. And, like, I don't know.
0: I would be more understanding of, like, the fucking show negative test thing, but, like, that's just, like, so picky to me.
1: Well, yeah, like especially when they don't even give you an option, like some of these places, like you don't really have an option, like you ha- like, even if you do have, a, like, a negative COVID test, you still have to bring in your fucking, uh, vaccination ID and all that shit. And let me just yeah, say, really- it, it's fucking crazy that we even have a vaccine, like, ID, and people are actually out here flaunting that shit.
2: Yeah. I mean... Like,
1: like, how the fuck is voter ID somehow racist, but a fucking COVID ID but a fucking COVID passport to go into a fucking bar isn't. I, I don't... Would,
0: I've that never...
2: Did,
0: I've never had to pull my vaccination card for anything, but I just, um... Shoot. <coughs> Train of thought. Um... I mean, has, yeah. have, hasn't like the whole FDA and like, Pfizer and shit already in... <laughs> that it's not even that, like, they're not protective?
1: Um, Well, CDC, I think, essentially said... Let me actually bring up their tweet. Uh, Outbreak update. 32 32 sick in 20 states from contact with bearded dragons. Okay.
2: I'll get off topic. New gaslight dropped.
1: <sighs> Fuck, I can't find it. Anyway, but yeah, CDC has a bit is essentially said that um they are looking into the um the link between I think it's like myocarditis and blood clots and all that vaccine injury bullshit that um, yes. we've been, that we've been telling everybody about for the past like two, two and a half years.
0: Yeah, I mean, I still get, you know, fucking, like, blood clot shit on my timeline.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's very scary to think of. Like, this is an actual thing that happens that was actually covered up and censored for the longest fucking time. And, like, people are suffering because of it. Like, people, people need to know what is in their vaccine. People need to know what they're injecting into their fucking arm.
0: Yeah, like, I mean... I don't, I don't
1: think that sounds like an unreasonable thing to ask.
0: And like when you really think about it, it's just like so fucking nuts that people just kind of went along just, with it, just because they they just
1: fucking went, just went along with them. it, like willingly gave up their fucking bodily autonomy and rights while same at the same time screaming about how everybody else is trying to take away their bodily autonomy and rights. It's a very ironic within the fact, but I, I like, think even even
2: uh-huh? what's-
0: even when I, like, did initially, because full disclosure to the viewers, I am sorry, I am not based and red-pilled, I do have the vaccine. But even when I did got, get the vaccine back in 2021, 20, I was like, you know, it is kind of weird that, like, people just kind of accepted this and no one was like, hey, isn't it kind of, well, not a lot of people that I knew were like, hey, isn't it kind of weird that this vaccine got developed in, like, five months?
1: Well, you you know, the thing was like we were all, everybody was saying that, but the the fact of the matter was like you could never see that because it was being censored on platforms like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, fucking TikTok, even. But like the reason you never you never saw that from the beginning is because like it's it's not because there weren't people saying it; it's because they those people that were saying it were the ones being having their accounts deleted, uh, being ostracized from social media, and just generally being. I guess canceled for lack of better words. But
2: yeah, yeah,
1: true. Like, these same people who were who saying like the vaccine like, does harm back in like 2020, 2021, those people were being censored for what is now a, a fact, like stated by the CDC and by several other, gov- other government entities that, hey, you can still catch COVID if you have the vaccine, you can still transmit COVID if you have the vaccine. You would still die from COVID if you have the vaccine. Yeah, and and I mean, you can, And then if you have the vaccine, you can also die from a myriad of heart problems. So, like, that's all the fucking science I need. Like, it's just risk management at this point.
0: Yeah, like, that's not supposed to happen with vaccines. That's not what a vaccine does. I mean, they literally changed the Marion webster definition of vaccine. Right. Again, okay. No one was allowed to say, hey, that's kind of fucking weird. It's
1: just like the, the fact of the matter was, like, a lot of the people, like, actually knew that the vaccine was rushed. And, and um, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody knows that the vaccine was rushed. But I know some people will try to twist that as, oh, well, the scientists, they, ju- they just work really fast now. I'm like, no. Like, vaccines typically take at least, at the very least, five years to develop and study. Like, yeah. we, need, we need to know the long-term effects, which we don't even know the fucking long-term effects as it is, and, like, we're just scratching the surface of this shit. Like, it, cu- it could turn out that in, like, five, ten fucking years that you can grow a fucking extra arm out of your chest or something. I don't fucking know. But, like, yeah. there's... A fact. The fact is, there's no fucking long-term data on that, and people... Billions of people willingly get multiple doses of this shit without any idea of what it may do to their body. And I think that's, that, that in itself is fucking terrifying, that people will just abandon all instinct they have and trust a, uh, an authority because the authority is then threatening them uh, to ostracize them from society by uh, taking away their job, taking away their ability to see their kids. Uh, taking away their ability to go out and eat and function in society and have a fucking job, and nobody, uh, nobody, nobody really questioned this aside from the people that were questioning it before and getting censored for it.
2: Yeah,
0: and um. I don't know, just because, like, you know, the whole furry community has kind of adopted that whole, like, left-leaning ideology of why the vaccine is so, like, important and whatnot, and you need to get it, or you're a terrible person who kills grandma. All these furry conventions just kind of have to bow to it for the most part, lest they face, you know, social suicide.
1: With the exception of Texas Furry Fiesta.
0: Yeah, and uh, Megaplex, I believe. Because they have the benefit of, you know, being in Texas and Florida. So they can Mm -hmm. get it based on, like, um, well, you know, state law and shit like that. Like, I'm sorry, uh, the state law does not allow us to do this. If we want to run the convention, we have to obey state law. Teehee.
1: Except in state law, according to Texas, says you can't, like, clearly says you cannot require a vaccine... Uh, Proof of vaccine status or you cannot discriminate against proof of uh, vaccine status, which um, Stratosphere is still doing and is still planning on doing, even though it is extremely highly illegal. And um, I think actually the whole reason TFF had their whole um, their whole 180 on the whole COVID policy was because uh, somebody apparently um, threw a lawsuit at them or several lawsuits, I should say.
0: Ah, uh, well, we'll see if that happens to... I feel like, from what you've told me, if that happens to Stratosphere they're just done.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think... If, if you were to hit Stratosphere with a lawsuit, I think the convention would just go away and not return the way anybody wants it to, which I would... Honestly, I would love to go to Stratosphere. I would love to actually, like, interact with some of, the people that, that some of the people that were there because there were actually really nice people there at Stratosphere uh that that yes. first that first debut year that it was but i i i obviously can't go because i'm a filthy unvaccinated vermin but um yeah i don't think i don't think Stratus4 is ever going to change their covid policy because they're one because they're run by the most insanely woke people you've ever fucking met
0: yeah, and I mean you have this brand new convention one run by Wokies like if anybody tries to sue them especially like a lawsuit having to do with state law that yeah. would be it. meanwhile yeah, they're,
1: they're you, just they're just going to exit scheme the fucking the fucking con.
0: Yeah, and I feel like all these bigger furry conventions are still going to be around for a while right. because no furries because like it's, it's not
1: I think the T- the reason TFF like survive their lawsuit is because they're actually like big enough and they, they actually have a well established um reputation and whatnot, but not not really so much the case with Stratus for where it's they've only been around like two years.
0: Yeah. So yeah the bigger ones it's mostly just up to the fact that like, you know, they don't want to take these massive hits from like the whole furry woke community and then you know TFF and Megaplex can just get away with it via being in Texas, Florida. Um. But, uh, yeah, fucking Anthrocon apparently gave in to the Horde.
1: Yeah, so, we- well, it's sad to say, I don't think I will be going to Anthrocon at least anytime soon.
0: Well, you know, it's also up in fucking Pennsylvania. But you know,
1: yeah. I was, everybody... I was actually, um, kind of like off topic here, but I was thinking about either, depending on what time it falls in the month, either going to uh, TFF or going on vacation with uh with Dan, um, over at his over in his hometown. But um, I don't know when does when is TFF? That's in like February, isn't it?
0: Let me see, Texas free. I love the name Texas Furriest, but I think that's just such a cute little name for a furry convention. Because a lot of them are just like puns and whatnot.
1: Yeah,
2: it's in the middle of March.
1: Of in the middle of March,
2: March sixteenth through the nineteenth. Damn.
1: Hmm. Well, I don't know. I may, I may just end up going to uh, going to Allentown and uh, staying there for a week with with him. Because I,
0: I mean, I, it, free conventions are fun, but I think like a hometown trip would definitely be more meaningful.
1: Oh yeah, because I, I mean, I've honestly been wanting to see like Amish country for the longest time.
0: Oh yeah, that definitely he, be. He, he doesn't.
1: He doesn't live too far from Amish country, so. Um, I don't know. I would love to get some like apple butter or some shit while I'm out there.
0: Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, I mean people like talk about furry conventions like it's like a lot well the people i follow talk about furry conventions they're like it's like this huge like transcendent experience and i guess maybe it would be like that for me once i finally attend one but it is kind of like over dramatic and you know once again you know once you're in the furry convention no one can stop you really from just kind of like taking off your mask and just putting it back on if somebody bothers you and it off
1: Just like I I don't know if furries know this, but there there is no authority in the furry fandom. You can do whatever the fuck you want as long as you're not like hurting anybody. Yeah, like you don't have to listen to fucking Kage or fucking any of these other poppy furs. You don't have to listen to what they fucking say. They're not they're not your keeper, they're not your owner. Like they're like they're just some dipshit on the internet.
0: Oh yeah. Speaking of Kage, um he's the Anthrocon guy, right?
1: Yeah, the Anthrocon chair.
0: Yeah. A while back, I asked what his fursona was because I legitimately did not know. And everybody told me it was a cockroach. And I thought yeah. they were all lying to me. I thought they were all lying to me, but no, his persona no. <laughs> is legitimately a cockroach.
1: Yeah, this like I, I even told Chris, and he was like, a
2: oh, fucking cockroach.
1: And I'm like, I think I think it, like the whole thing with like him being in a cockroach was like a reference to um, like his science career or whatever.
0: That makes sense.
1: Cuz I think he has like some kind of I don't know if it was like nuclear or chemistry field that he was in, but the nuclear one would make more sense since uh, cockroaches are unkillable by nuclear bombs apparently, but Yeah. I can't, for, I can't survive a sandal It's like, I, I don't know. Sound, sounds like a skill issue, honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kage is. Uh, I think Kage's still the uh, the chair for AC, isn't he?
0: Uh, I mean, I haven't heard otherwise. If if I, if there was otherwise, Lord knows I would know.
2: Uh buh, 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 buh.
1: Oh, crap! Where the hell is the chat? Uh, okay, so here we go so this I don't know if we actually covered this or not, but um, this was from January third.
2: Oh, then we definitely would have covered it
1: yeah you you saw the um the Hanukkah drag show thing
2: what what is this about?
1: yeah. It's in the higher mammal chat it's it's a video, so i can't uh so I can't play it, but it's like it's a my Hanukkah in Berlin is what a little wilder in the u s Jewish strippers, a Yenta drag queen, and a big old klezmer band, oh and I see- like and it's these Jewish drag queens like and like people are grabbing on their titties and shit, and it's just oh gosh, she even says something about the holocaust, hes you know nothing says holocaust quite like jewish strippers i hate this fucking world parker i hate it
0: if they're having fun and they're not hurting anybody
1: don't don't you think it's a little inappropriate to bring up the holocaust though during a drag performance i mean they're jewish
0: people i think they're allowed to i it's mean just, it just person. it just seems
1: kind of disrespectful to the whole event like I, well, I mean know.
0: I mean from what I have heard if you're like Jewish there's a pretty good chance you have some familial history with the Holocaust so I feel like they're allowed to talk about the Holocaust and its impacts while it is
1: Oh yeah so, yeah these are German Jews by the way
0: German Jews Yeah uh I, mean, yeah,
1: I, I guess, it's I not guess really they're mind. trying to. I guess they're trying to overcompensate for um their uh, shitty past.
2: I
0: mean, it's not really my place to commentate. If they're, if they aren't hurting people and there's no children at the sexual event, I don't really, I mean, it's, it's their religion. It's their event. They can kind of do whatever they want.
1: I guess. But yeah, at the same time, it's just like, is that, is this really the best way to, to honor the victims of the Holocaust? Like by, I don't know, spinning a giant dreidel and like putting it in your pussy, like. I,
0: I mean, it looks more like they just mentioned it, and mostly are just kind of.
1: It it just seems like a, a celebrating fetish, a the fetishization of Jewish people. It's just I don't I don't know. I mean, if
0: they're Jewish people, they can't really fetishize being Jewish.
1: I don't know. It's, it's just something about that just doesn't. I don't really like.
0: I think you I mean, just don't like drag queens.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, that too.
0: You're just thinking too hard about it. You just don't like drag queens, and that's okay.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm not allowed to of... not
0: like drag queens.
1: Don't if don't don't tell, be... don't, tell the, don't tell the Twitter. Don't tell the Twitter SJWs about that. They're gonna they're gonna lynch me.
0: I I don't I don't care. You don't <laughs> like. I think that's fine. I don't really like. Uh, either i don't like drag queens barbecue i think think it's very i think it's very um over the top and corny and obnoxious
1: obnoxious is a good word yes i
0: i don't like them but if jewish drag queens want to celebrate hanukkah with drag i don't really care what else do we fucking got in here
2: um
1: so, did we already go over the Cowboy State Daily, the plastics recycled in Wyoming, if not contaminated by dead skunks?
0: I think you should cover the skunk news.
1: I don't know if we actually already covered this or not.
0: We didn't. I do not Oh, know. we
1: didn't? Okay, so.
0: Don't read the whole I'm article, sorry. though, because that takes up way too much time.
1: Yeah, fuck that. I'm only gonna read. Oh, shit, yeah, it's a really long article, too.
0: Yeah, everything Um, should kind of be in, like, the first two paragraphs. That's how they're usually written.
1: Yeah, but this comes from Cowboy State Daily, which I think is a Wyoming newspaper. Uh, Although very expensive, plastics are recycled in Wyoming, if not contaminated by dead skunks. uh, By Kevin Kowal, a state energy reporter. Recycling plastics, especially in rural areas, almost always costs more money than it saves but communities do it uh, because residents expect the service and pay for it. Cindy Langston, uh, Langston, a Solid Waste Division Manager for the city of Ca- for the fuck City of Casper told Cowboy State Daily, Christ, that there is a 170 month fee uh, added to trash bills for the service. Uh, other materials sometimes also lose money. Okay, I don't give a shit. Talk about the skunks. I don't I don't care about recycling. <laughs> uh, uh, here we go. Uh, contrary to suspicion and rumors, Langston said that the plastics collected for recycling aren't dumped into landfills as long as they're recyclable and aren't contaminated with something like food residue. But a big cost in recycling plastics is having to sort out the materials before they are shipped because people don't sort properly. Guilty. <laughs> yeah. Sorting out the contamination requires the most labor of all commodities, Langston said. People throw in styrofoam peanuts, used motor oil, or a bunch of other garbage. Uh, one time, th- someone threw a skunk in there. like uh, Just a whole ass fucking skunk.
2: <laughs> oh.
1: Um, dead skunks are not, in fact, recyclable. Wow, no shit. I, n- I never would have guessed. <laughs> Oh, I guess that's really it. just a mention that somebody threw a, a dead skunk into a recycling bin. Well, that was kind of a waste of an article. Uh
2: maybe don't fucking
1: uh Please please do not throw me yeah. in your in your recycling bin. Thank you. <laughs> I do not appreciate being thrown in the trash. <laughs> um so there's another another video that um yeah. It shows a a father's son's opponent after an illegal uh a father tackles son's opponent after a legal move at a high school wrestling match and you can see the uh the kid clearly does a, a pile driver um onto this kid's head onto the mat, which is a yeah. very illegal which is a very illegal move in wrestling. It's like he just kind of like threw him over his shoulder behind him and like threw him on the head. Which um yeah. if you know anything about mixed martial arts or just combat in general um yeah people have died that way and become paralyzed
2: <laughs> and, like um, that. I,
1: I have also had that done to me it is it is not fun <laughs> um yeah. yeah you you can you can break your neck on that <laughs> yeah definitely but, um, but yeah this dad is like full force like um takes like douchebag kid who just pummeled his son to the ground and, um, you can see him like running like full sprint, like full sprint across the, uh, the mat and like tackles, <laughs> tackles this kid to the ground. It's just hilarious to see. It's like, like full on like NFL wide receiver kind of bullshit. Like you could see his, you see that kid's head snap back with the force.
0: I always appreciate parents who their children.
1: But, uh, yeah, good dad. Um, Mr. Dad, if I ever find you, um, I will, I will give you a shot because that was some, <laughs> that was some pretty badass shit.
2: Yeah, he's a.
1: Uh, oh yes, we already mentioned the um the woke furry the woke furries in uproar over the Russian furry artist. Correct.
0: Oh, we did not go over that. I figure we could go over a few smaller news stories because we're like at thirty minutes right now. So we could mm-hmm. do. Like- or smaller things and then do a big segment on that.
1: Yeah. Uh and then there was also one in, uh, one I wanted to talk about as a more, more serious note. But uh Go ahead. But if, if you know um Art Slave, my friend Artslave. She does uh she does fursuits and art and whatnot.
0: Your fursuit maker,
1: right? Uh, not my fursuit maker, but uh one oh. of the ones I, I I very much wanna get a a fursuit from in the future. But um, she had a friend who was murdered um, in his own driveway. Jesus. Um, he says he was delivering groceries. They stole the groceries. My friend was murdered for fucking Hot Pockets. Jesus. And um, she says if anyone wants his widow doesn't work and we're trying to pay the funeral expenses, really any amount will help. And um, this is a man by the name of Stephen Lee Green. Uh, here we go. Let me actually pull up the GoFundMe here. Oh shit! Well, they've actually already reached um, their sixty-five hundred dollar goal. So uh, they they've raised ten thousand dollars of the sixty-five hundred dollar goal. One hundred seventeen donors.
2: That's awesome. Um,
1: yeah, that's that's fucking amazing. But um says, hi, I'm fundraising for my friend Candace Green. Her husband, Stephen, was brutally murdered, uh, was brutally killed uh, late January 13th, 2023, while delivering for Amazon Flex. Stephen was in his vehicle, dead by the time police arrived. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, oh, shit. Had Candace known before he went to work that was going to be the last time uh, that was going to be her last hug. She would have hugged him uh, a little longer and a little tighter. She said she loved him a lot more. Stephen was only 34 years old and one, of the, and one of the most gentle, kindest, funny, down-to-earth men you'd ever meet. Stephen's sense of humor was infectious and he could make anyone laugh. If you needed, if you needed it, he would give you the shirt off his back. Stephen leaves behind his loving family, his stepdaughter of Clearwater, Florida. Three step grandchildren that he adored, like his own, because he was a big kid himself. His little companion birds and his soulmate and wife, Candace Green. This isn't goodbye, it's until we see each other again. Date of service to be announced later. Uh, there is still an open case and is being investigated in Prince George's County, Maryland. The date of 113 2023. Reach out to them for info if you have any info that could help catch the perps. So I, I wanted to, like, tell a very short story, but um, uh, several years ago, I think it was 2015, 2016, um, my dad had a, uh, a very wealthy friend. Um, he, was a, he was a businessman. but his name, was, uh, his name was Donald Leonetti. He was a huge pillar of the community, always was on the next uh, volunteer work for, um, for the city of Houston. In and, in and Sugarland, but uh, he he ran a business that was called Leonetti Graphics, and he was the CEO of a of this um, of this graphic design company. And he and my dad go way back, way back to like high school besties. But yeah, um, one night in I think it was twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, um, uh, Leonetti, Mister Leonetti was holding a uh, a poker game at his place. And uh, like an open, to- an open poker tournament. And um, it was uh, three men came in with guns and um, started shooting. And I believe it was Mr. Leonetti and another person were killed instantly. And uh, they, were, they were killed. Um, everybody in that building was robbed of uh, everything they had. And um, they got away, and uh, the shooters got away in a uh, a gold list saber. And still to this day, nobody has ever found um, who the guys were. I believe they found one guy, but he wasn't willing to give up his accomplices, so that really went nowhere. Yeah. And um, from what I from what I know, I don't know if that guy actually got off or not for like parole or anything, or if he just or if he's still in prison, but um, I, I hope wherever he is, he's in, I hope wherever that shooter is, I hope he's in a lot of pain. I hope he's suffering for the, the sins he's done, and um, I hope he's brought to justice. But uh, it's a sick fucking world out there. Everybody, everybody should be protective of each other. Just cherish the time you have with each other and just l- love everybody love everybody that you can and uh yeah just some
0: of these people are just fucking evil
1: mhm there's there's just a lot of people out there that are just ontologically evil fucking people and we can't we can't take our lives for granted like we need to Spend every spend every moment you have with your family because you never know when that might be the last time you see them.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh fuck.
2: I mean, I
0: am glad they reached their goal, but still, like, just yeah. I just hate that there's just fucking people out there who will like kill you just to like fucking steal food and shit.
1: Like,
2: yeah.
1: Art slave. Um i'm um I'm very sorry to hear of your situation and um i'm I'm praying for you' all that it does get better and that justice is brought to is brought for that family and Absolutely. uh yeah, i'm I'm praying for everybody in that situation and um i hope i hope everything turns out all right it's it's, it's something i i vibe with I'm not that's a terrible word to describe it, but it's it's something I can empathize with. I guess is a better word. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm 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 very glad that they met their um their financial quota, but at the same time, it's like no amount of money can bring them back.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, but I know it sucked. funerals. They, they, be,
1: they but... robbed an entire family of a father and. A father and a husband. Like those, those kids are gonna grow up without a father now, thanks to some fucking nig shit with a fucking pensions for violence.
0: Yes, just, I just. I mean, you, just some people are just fucking evil. Because I don't know, like, if these kinds of people had like any kind of goodness their heart, they would find some way to get food without fucking killing somebody.
1: Like, there's, there's fucking, there's fucking homeless shelters that'll give out food for free. Like, I, I, there's just no fucking reason to, to rob people of their fucking groceries and kill them over it nonetheless. It's. And I, I know somewhere some fucking lib shit is going to make the assumption of, well, maybe he needed it. Like, fuck you. Fuck off. Like, nobody, nobody needs to murder somebody over fucking groceries. Like that's insane. Yeah, literally. Well oh, fuck. Well I guess we kind of do have a little bit of more sad news for the um for the gun community. Yeah. But um breaking news, Australian defense contractor in IOA has expanded its global reach with a hundred percent accusation acquisition of uh, the industry-leading rifle design and manufacturing company Barrett Firearms. So if you've heard of the uh, the Barrett 50 caliber, that's what he's holding in his hands right there. And um, so, yeah, they are, I believe that means they are no longer available in the U.S.
0: And can you explain to me why that's no good? Because I'm not familiar.
1: I, I honestly couldn't tell you with the whole, like, uh, I'm actually gonna read some of the comments down here, and but um the thing is like it's going to an Australian company, and as far as I know, Australians can't have guns, so I I don't know. I know yeah. I'm not sure if this means that Americans can no longer get Barrett um get like new Barrett rifles, or if this means that they're going to be subject to import regulations now, which they likely will be.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, so, I heard yeah, it's
1: it's probably means it's going to be a lot harder to own any future Barrett weapons as as an American.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've heard there's been some laws passed in America recently, like that bland, banned quote unquote assault weapons, and I think it was like fucking Illinois. Illinois, I don't know. I don't care. What's an assault weapon?
1: Yeah, like what. What even is an assault weapon? They're like, there's... Oh, fuck. I completely forget which gun it was, but there was a... um, There was a gun that everybody... All these liberals were freaking out over. There was... It was just a black version of... um, of, I think it was like the M1 carbine. But it was like a a tactical version of that. Like, it had rails, and it was painted black, and everybody wanted to call it an assault weapon because it had a, a bigger... bigger magazine and look look black and scary. But yeah, it was it was just an M one carbine. It was semi automatic, not a machine gun at all. Like
2: Yeah.
1: Like if I think if somebody's going to talk about guns they need to at least have a modicum of an idea of what guns are.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know, cause I forget what it actually stands for, but just like the number of people who think AR is assault rifle,
1: <laughs> or, yeah, or they uh, they think uh, R I P rounds are um, are like actually like mass murder rounds or some shit, and like no, those those are nasty fucking rounds, but they're not meant to like mass murder people.
0: The fifteen and AR fifteen stands for its power level. <laughs>
1: I have an AR nine thousand actually. <laughs> it, it just Get an just AR great. ten; it it's much safer. To, like, a foot of concrete, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and like they add, like the five five or like the uh, the five five six AR is like the most uh, the most the the killing machine that like will murder innocent civilians at, at any cost, and it's like. Have you ever seen the size of a five five six round or like less than an inch long? And that's like, like
2: the five point like, five maybe, six, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. I have a couple right here actually. But yeah, they're they're not that big. Like if if you were to shoot a feral hog with a five five six, there's maybe like a fifty fifty percent chance that'll it'll, that it'll actually drop. Like that's that's why we shoot hogs with bigger, like three oh eights, fifty calibers again
0: again, the 30 to 50 feral hogs guy was right
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. everybody made fun of them until you see these videos of these like feral hogs charging at you and i i will say now <laughs> if the feral hog is charging at you you have my permission to piss your pants because um that fucker will take off your leg
2: <laughs> yeah
1: um yeah like people have gotten like injured like severely injured and in, like some even killed from feral hogs so they are they are a real danger and they are a pest yeah um, so like i it's it's just it's just a very much culture shock to see anybody like outside of the south like trying to defend feral hogs like like there's some kind of endangered species or something
0: yeah, or they just think the phrase "feral hogs" is funny, and they don't understand like how feral hogs act.
2: Shit.
1: Yeah, c- yeah, because they they think it's just some regular like fucking farm pig, like fucking Wilbur from Charlotte's Web. Like, no, bitch. <laughs> this is Wilbur if he took like a fuck ton of heroin.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh my god. This is like this is like Wilbur if he took if he mixed like heroin and PCP and just and and gave him some like razor sharp tusks. That that's that's what essentially what a feral hog is. They're essentially like these unkillable like abominations of God. Sorry about that. I dropped
0: a ring. <laughs> yeah, just assault weapons scary because the word assault is in it.
1: <laughs> it's black. It's scary. Um. So I do have a little bit of music news. Um, yes. There's um there's a jazz album by um I'm not sure if they're actually a furry or not but you know I was so a little bit of backstory I was going on my like um my 2013 pop music arc the you know the shit like Pompeii, Bastille like one hit wonder bands like that that were super popular in 2013 yeah but um, I'm browsing around like 2013 music and I find a, a, peculiar, a peculiar jazz album, um, which I guess is like a free jazz, like avant-garde jazz kind of thing, like some weird artsy shit. But it's, it's by a, a band called Sienna Nanini. But mm-hmm. um, they have a single album, which is called Pants Down Time. Oh. Um, I don't know if I've actually sent you the album cover for it, but it is it's nude furry art. It's um
0: called pants downtime.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna actually send you the image right here because it's it's wild. Yeah, I do
2: send it. But it's three
1: four animals four animal people in a bathroom and one of them's wearing a diaper like oh. a wet, like a wet diaper oh yeah cool like one of one of them's got a guitar and a leather harness and another's like you can clearly see three of them their dicks just hanging out what is this um is yeah. that camel joe camel joe from the cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, I didn't know. I didn't know he swung that way. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. This is this is goofy. It,
1: it's. I don't know if I can actually play this, but I'm 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 just gonna say like it's not a bad alpha. It's not bad. I hate that it's not terrible. Oh. <laughs> it's actually like there's um. It's a forty-four minute long album. But um there's songs called The Reverend, Better Way, Muffy's Donuts, Gnarly, Book of Mormon, Uh, Kimba's oh. Butt, Bohika, Kimba's Balls, Does Mommy Know, Triple Yo Income, Corner Bar, Up in the Air, Theme from Theme from the Tenth Victim. I Um Yeah. So, um, If any of y'all are interested in jazz, um, avant-garde jazz, and you don't mind staring at a diapered animal person for 44 minutes and 3 seconds, uh, yeah, this is a pretty decent album. Extremely weird, but kind of catchy, honestly.
2: And if it's good music.
1: (laughs) I'm just... I'm just trying to get over the fact that it's just furry diaper for it's just furry diaper for porn on the uh on the album cover. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I know I know some of y'all are probably going to get your kicks from that but um yeah, go listen to it if you want. It's on Spotify.
2: Yeah. Yeah. More independent <laughs> artists.
1: I actually would like to know who the artist is. Um
2: probably find yeah, out. I think, some the lab, I
1: think the label is called Danger House. Hmm. I've i never heard of this band until like last week, so. Siena Sienna Nanini, Pants Down Time. And that was the twenty thirteen album. So yeah, i I may actually put that on my um on the music show whenever I get that started up. Because I still have been procrastinating on that for the longest fucking time. Anyway, I think that's all I really had for news, unless you wanted to add anything.
0: Well, we did have, you know, the last topic. The um, the whole furry artist Ukraine f- fiasco. Mm.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: Oh, right. So, um... I'm not sure how to pronounce this. I think it's Tattoo Joppa. The person who, like, has the uh, furry Mozart OCs, they commissioned an artist who goes by the ad of Marie Merck, I believe, M-A-R-I-E M-E-R-K-H. So, um, apparently this said artist is a Russian. And so, Twitter user Dima Austi, who is Ukrainian, says, I've just told Tapu I've just told Tattoo that they're paying for my own death by another Russian missile by ordering commissions from Russian artists. And then I was just blocked because I'm such a fool telling others that sponsoring Russian terror in Ukraine isn't okay by paying money to Russians. So this um, fucking 17-year-old is saying that if you commission a furry artist who is Russian, you are actively supporting the death of Ukrainians. Via the war,
1: you know, you know who I really blame on that. Like, even even if they are like completely right, and that is technically giving money to Putin, like that's what happens when you have a state-run economy. Like yes. you don't actually keep the fucking profits. But um, yeah, just to say that, yeah. <laughs> It, the idea of it is just ridiculous that, like, oh, I, I commissioned some furry art, so I'm literally, like, helping the Russian work on it. Yeah. You know, I'm, 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 help, that's right, I'm helping the Russian, I'm helping the Russians win the, uh, the war against Ukraine by commissioning gay furry porn from a, from a Russian artist.
2: Yeah. It's like, um... But it's like, by that
0: logic, if you commission any American, you're, like, supporting uh, the bombing of fucking random, you know... Uh-
1: yeah, it's like saying, like, oh, you you commissioned an American artist? Oh, I guess you support the 1985 Philadelphia Move Bombing. Like, what? Yeah. Or it's just like... I, I don't know. Furries are they really don't ever think ahead they don't think their their own thoughts is that they just say whatever the fuck comes to mind even if even if it's completely nonsensical like they'll still spout it out and double down and defend it because yeah I, I think the main thing is they're afraid of being like they don't ever they don't ever want to be wrong in anyone's eyes they want to be want to be right all the fucking time but okay. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I don't know. Oh, this, fucking... this person who is, like, calling out Russian artists, is, do they even live in Ukraine? Or do they, like...
0: Yeah, leave, I literally like, said they're they... Ukrainian.
1: Oh, well, they, are they, like, still living in Ukraine right now? Or are they, like... Or do they, like, flee, like, day one of the war?
0: I believe they're still living in Ukraine because they're a 17-year-old. I'm mm. looking at the dude's account. His is fucking Fur Affinity tweeting the Fur Affinity logo with the Ukraine flag colors?
1: Oh my fucking god! Didn't Dragoner or was it Dragoner or Gryffineer, whoever the fuck owns FA, didn't they Dragon like Air. change the change the FA logo to a fucking Ukraine flag paw print?
0: I mean, they tweeted it. I'm not sure if it, that's like an official change, t- but like this dude, like the dude who's like, oh, you can't fucking commission Russians, like. <sighs> Like, I know he's 17, but I feel like he's, like... He literally has Russophobic in his Twitter bio.
1: Jesus Christ. Like, why is it suddenly okay to, like, hate Russians just because their government did a thing that nobody likes? Because, like, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought we were supposed to, like... Up, especially the left. I thought the left was, like, against, like, generaliz- generalizations of people in their countries. But, you know, according when it goes uh with the current narrative, you know, then it's okay to be uh to be racist and russophobic.
2: Yeah, um
0: I feel like that's mainly like a brain dead liberal thing. Like a lot of leftists don't buy into that, but it's just like this whole like oh, it's like, you know, you cuz again, it's mostly like the vaccine thing, you know, one or two big influencers said like, "Oh, Russians are evil, hate the Russians." And then everybody just bought into it and like, "Oh, we we have to- yeah, yeah. Russian- they, all,
1: they all start squawking oh, the bad Russians, the bad Russians, like those fucking um, like those seagulls and Nemo?
0: Yeah, yeah. like you know like because like Russia like lost fucking PayPal and like like so many fucking huge companies mm-hmm. pulled within like the first two months or shit. And,
1: and like uh, that's the thing, like it doesn't do anything to punish the Russian government. It only punishes the Russian citizenry. Yeah and like i don't i like i don't care what side of this war you're on like i don't think we should be punishing the civilians of either country for something that their government did and that they have no choice over especially yeah. especially considering that a lot of these people in this war are conscripted yeah like, like i'm I just don't understand, like, the vicious hate that a lot of these people, like, a lot of these people, furries especially, have for, like, anybody who even just lives in Russia. Like, if if you fucking even live in Russia over at, like, at any time lived in fucking Russia for whatever reason, like, you're suddenly, you're suddenly pro-Putin and you want to kill every Ukrainian because you're just an evil, evil Nazi person or whatever the fuck they're trying to say about Russians, but...
0: Yeah, and it's like everybody, like maybe they were like you know huge history nerds. I don't know, but everybody's like going deep into all the socio political commentary and all the history to prove that Ukraine or Russia is actually the bad guy. I'm like, just like
1: these are these are just people trying to get on with their normal fucking lives, and yet yeah, old blaff wants them wants to vilify them at every fucking step, and I'm like, you don't. You don't think that the Russian people are ju- probably just as miserable as the Ukrainians?
0: Yeah, it's like they're just so dedicated to supporting or not supporting the current thing. They just have no other, like, personality.
1: Like, that's that's their entire personality, As I need to support the current thing, right? The fuck now. And if anybody says anything different, well, then you're a terrible, homophobic, transphobic, racist, whatever the fuck person.
0: It's like, I don't know anything about Russian in Ukraine-like politics. <laughs> On the bare minimum, I'm not going to pretend to. I just kind of believe in the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness of all the global citizens and people who aren't fucking evil, bloodthirsty politicians. Mm
1: -hmm. It's I don't know. It's it's very sad to see that the Russian people and the Ukrainian people take the majority of the um, of the blow. towards just them yeah which is like the, the actual yes. like the actual politicians and the um the people organizing the war they're they're making a fucking fortune off of this shit like zelensky i, I do not like zelensky like i'm just gonna let that be clear yeah. like, I yeah. do not like that motherfucker i'm like you you know damn well that that he's been funneling a lot of those uh, American tax dollars into his own pocket. Yeah, right? yeah. So he he was at fucking WEF recently. He was in the fucking he was in Congress recently in U.S. Congress where they just unfolded a giant fucking Ukrainian flag because you know that's totally something that we do in our own fucking country is just sign a fucking giant Ukrainian flag of somebody else's fucking country that's not helping us at all.
2: Yeah, I saw about that recently.
1: I'm sick of seeing the big boner or the big hate boner for Russia and the big like I love Ukraine boner that the left has. It's just like both governments are equally fucking evil. Like I'm sorry, but like they are their governments are essentially one and the same.
0: Yeah, I mean government big government is big government,
1: you know. But you know, let's let's keep didn't Zelensky just get another, like, 45 fucking billion just earlier this week?
0: I don't know, probably.
1: <laughs> how, mu- how much have we funneled into somebody else's fucking war that we really shouldn't even be involved in? Like, how, mu- how much now? Like, two trillion? Three trillion? I-, I know it's well over a trillion now. Yeah. God damn, man. But yeah, our, our tax dollars are paying for Zelensky to take private flights around the globe and ask for more money from everybody. And I'm like, I, I, I realize like war is a very like expensive endeavor, but is it really this fucking expensive?
0: I mean, the more money they can funnel into it, the more money they can beg for.
2: Man, I'm... I
1: don't
2: fucking know. And it has
0: gotten so far that we have teenagers on Twitter yelling at other people on Twitter using their freedom of spending to commission talented people.
1: <laughs> it's just like everybody. Every, everybody always wants to shit on these on these Russian artists, like they're like they're in cahoots with fucking Putin and the Red Army, but. I really don't think they are. Like, I know a lot of these people have either escaped Russia or they've somehow escaped conscription. God bless them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of them didn't, and a lot of them are paying the price for their own government's actions. And I know, I think there was actually this one Russian furry artist who was uh, who was recently sent out to the front lines, um, who got conscripted. Jesus. And, um, I never heard anything back from them, so I don't know. They may Uh, they may still be with us. They may not. I haven't heard anything from them since they got conscripted, so I don't know. It's just I I hate seeing this war and I hate seeing people support any kind of war. It's just like I thought I thought the left was supposed to be like the anti war, like peace at peace at any cost kind of thing.
0: I mean, a lot of leftists are against the war. It's mostly just, like I said, it's like the liberal, like, consumer culture types who are just kind of buying into whatever
1: the media influencer tells them.
0: And then, you know, you got, like, all the fucking contrarian idiots who see everybody saying Russia bad, so now they need to go and find out why Ukraine bad.
1: Or... Or even, like, even on the opposite end, you'll have, like, dumbass Americans that are, like, supporting the Russian government for, because they think they're, I don't know, less degenerate or something, because they think, like, fucking Ukraine is, like, the epicenter of sodomy or whatever the fuck. Like, that's a big, because that's a, apparently a big fucking no-no to them, is sodomy, because, you know, butt-fucking means the end of the world, apparently. Yeah. But, uh, I it's, hate it's,
0: it's, I fucking hate trad return motherfuckers
1: oh god Annoying. I, i'm i'm very embarrassed to say i had a very like short lived like trad kind of arc
2: And were you like a teenager though
1: i think it was like 2 3 years ago ah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah it was it, it was fairly recently maybe like 2 years ago but it was very short lived i'm like you know me being gay and this whole like trad cath bullshit and like it just doesn't really like mix so i'm like i'm just gonna go back to being a libertarian anarchist thing
2: yeah
1: it just doesn't make sense to me that some people would like actually simp for either government it's just like they're essentially the same thing like the both their governments are the same. They don't allow their citizenry to uh, excuse themselves from the draft. Yeah. And that's that's essentially slavery. It's slavery. It's... Like, even if you pay them, that's, that's still slavery because it's forced labor against their work or uh, against their will.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know, man. This This whole... Russia-Ukraine thing, I really hope it ends soon, because I'm sick of fucking hearing about it.
0: We're coming up on a fucking year.
1: God damn. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, what if Put- What if Putler launches the nuclear missiles? I'm like, Putin's insane, but I don't think he's that fucking crazy. I'm like, that- that's like the first like thing that everybody and all these world leaders are instilled with, is like, don't Touch the fucking red button. Whatever you do, you can do yeah. anything else. Just please, for the love of God, don't touch that red button. And so far, with the exception of maybe North Korea, like everybody's done pretty good about like keeping their nuclear weapons holstered. Well, except maybe China and North Korea, because I know China had China just does whatever the fuck China wants.
2: Yeah, I don't uh, know. Where, where I are have we? A
0: very, I have a very, you know, I, I mean, I'd call it milk toast opinion on the whole war thing. I just kind of, you know, believe in the well-being of the people around the world, and I'm, I'm not going like, you know, hyper deep like these fucking motherfuckers to trying to like dissect why like Russia or Ukraine is actually bad because that's kind of irrelevant if you ask like it's still a fucking war it's not the russian or the ukrainian government who are going to the front lines
1: yeah just like when like when was the last time you saw like well i guess kind of i i will give uh zelensky credit like he has appeared on the front lines maybe like maybe if it yeah. was just entirely for a photo op but at the same times, like I, I I will give him a little bit of credit because he did actually have the balls to show up on the front lines and maybe not fight, but at least just be present. And I think that's a lot more than a lot of other leaders could say. But you know, still fuck Zel- fuck Zelensky, fuck Putin, fuck every government in the world. Um, yeah. The the only real way to freedom is the abolition of government, in my opinion. And um, so if, if y'all, if y'all Russians actually want to make a change, um, start creating parallel economies, start undermining the government, take out, t- just kill the surveillance state at the very least.
2: Yeah. I noticed
0: my heart, yeah. out. to you know, like the citizens and the soldiers, because
1: mm-hmm. like, yeah, they, a- they, they didn't fucking ask for this. They didn't want to bite their fucking neighbors.
0: Yeah, because you know I have a long military family, so like I'm kind of familiar with that sort of thing. I was separated by right. uh, parents before because of military shit.
1: And it's like somebody actually made a a, a pretty decent analogy to the U.S. Civil War and the whole um, Russia-Ukraine thing. I'm like,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, because they are like, you know,
1: it's it's brother fighting brother. Like, yeah, it it's it's a very fucking sad thing, and I'd. And like, they really should have named this a civil war because that's essentially what it is. Like, even if, even they are, they are two independent sovereign nations, but at the same time, like culturally, they are very much in the same. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure I'm going to have a fucking Ukrainian flag motherfucker, uh, chiming in after this episode, like actually they're completely different cultures. And I'm like, okay, name the difference.
2: They both have mm-hmm.
1: matrioshka dolls. They both love AKs. They both love their Adidas tracksuits. Like Dude, on. those
0: fucking oh. Adidas tracksuits are so
1: fashionable. Those, those go hard. I need, I need some pants for mine.
0: Dude, I like went to fucking Macy's a few weeks after Christmas. I got a tracksuit and pants for, Yo.
1: Yeah, for a what, very they, low what price. Color were they?
0: Just the black.
1: Oh, man, I have I have the blue ones, but I need to find, like, the blue, like, track pants. But, like, I haven't been able to find, like, the, act- the actual, like, um the same color blue as I have for my jacket. It's always, like, the yeah. dark blue pants. I want to find, like, the really, like, light blue, and I'll do uh, some fursuit photo shoots in that. Yeah. Yeah, like, you. yeah, me, me you, and Catch it all get together and just have a, a big, big Adidas track suit party
0: i did fucking vague tweet cats about the track suit and he saw it and replied to it like i was like i don't want to rip off a certain pink cat and then catch
1: <laughs> to it
0: and he said like that certain pink cat sounds really gay
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i love yeah. cats. he's so cool
2: yeah
1: i mean we should we should get cats on like on hopefully before the um the anniversary of the podcast because anniversary of the podcast is actually coming up here in february and um i I know i wanted to do something big for um the the one-year anniversary of the hire me more podcast but uh wanted wanted to actually get your input and what we wanted to do
2: um what month is it
1: um the anniversary i think it's I guess it won't be on the exact same day, because unless we like actually want to do it for them. But uh, yeah, the yeah the pre pilot was on February nineteenth of twenty two. Ah, damn man! I can't believe it's almost been a year with this podcast. Yeah,
0: definitely, time fucking flew for me.
1: Holy shit, man, that's like I swear to God I just made this shit like three weeks ago. <laughs> I don't know I, I gotta stop looking at these graphs because 'cause they're very like disappointing like okay. a, the the way that like the podcast audience size is calculated it like'cause it'll say like audience size in the last seven days, and like we're down to five but like other times it'll be like audience size within the last 7 days it'll be like 27 or some shit so i don't know and like it, it's like yeah 295 plays all time 13 on average per episode uh five audience size in the last in the last 7 days and oh shit we now have 5% from the UK 4% from New Zealand 2% from Germany and one percent from Hungary, Australia, India, and the Philippines.
0: Um, whoever that New Zealand guy is, if you are who I think you are, um, hello. Thank you for listening. Thank you. I do know somebody from New Zealand. I need to get to talk to him more because I know he's once he's been wanting to talk to me. I'm sorry. I'm very bad at answering DMs.
1: I, I wanna know who the the Filipino, the Indian and the Hungarian are.
2: I would not have a clue as of right now.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I'm like I'm trying to look through the the follows and all that. You know, I don't see anybody from India or Philippines or or Hungary. But yeah, we get ninety four percent of our listeners from Spotify, 4% from Anchor, and 2% from Web Browser. Huh. Huh. So yeah, I like this little uh, I like this little thing here. Anyway, um, what, what time are we at right now?
0: So we're about roughly at like an hour and 15 minutes. Our last okay.
1: episode
0: was like an hour 20. I mean, I feel like we kind of covered all our bases. Do you want to sign off?
1: Yeah, yeah. There was there is a few uh, things I wanted to talk about, but I just don't. I don't know if you want to go out and extend the episode. But I mean, my it's... my feet are falling asleep, so I gotta move.
0: Oh, true, true. Yeah, I feel yeah. like cut it off here. I feel like this would be a good a good time, and I feel like we kind of had like good organization here.
1: Yeah, it uh, it, it feels like it's been a long time since we got back on the podcast, though.
0: We only took one week off, just cause, but we've hit our three-episode mark for the month of January, so we can get started whatever the first oh, week
1: Oh, is. that's right, we have.
0: Yeah, so whatever the first week of February is, I will aim to record that.
1: Oh, you know, there was um, one thing I wanted to talk about. Um, did What happened to Levi, his Twitter account?
0: Oh, um... <laughs> It should be back up but he got locked for a period of time for calling somebody a mean word. Uh,
1: he literally just said faggot, that was it. Yeah. What the That's bullshit. I've called people faggot on Twitter before.
0: Sometimes it gets you, sometimes it doesn't. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> okay, what 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 is the I'm I'm confused. What is the little image of this Circular moon thing in a jail cell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that's him expressing his anger at being lost. Did did,
1: did did Levi draw that?
0: No, he just has a huge collection of reaction images.
1: <laughs> oh god, it's so creepy looking. <laughs> uh, it's like um, I don't like. I don't know if we actually have time for a short story, but like when when I was a kid, you know that um, that moon with like the face on it. Uh, from La Claire de lune, the old silent film. Yeah. <laughs> so old that old silent film where um they're taking a trip to the moon, and the little rocket pod or whatever lands on the eye of the uh the moon. huh. I, mean, I have to show you to it, but like, that image gave me fucking so many nightmares as a kid.
0: I, I mean, I'm mostly kind of thinking of like the evil moon from Majora's Mask, Legend of Zelda.
1: Nah, it was it was some it was an illustration of the moon that's been around for like a long ass time. Hmm. Moon face illustration. Oh boy. Oh yeah 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 yeah. This this shit. It looks like a human face, like on the moon. And it's, it's just like, it still kind of creeps me out to this day, honestly.
2: Or is it? Yeah, that's a bit off putting.
1: It was, oh, uh, god damn it. I'm trying to find the image of where, like, Uh, the moon with, like, the rocket in its eye or whatever, because that, like, scared the shit out of me. Huh. Oh, shit. This shit. This shit right here is fucking terrifying looking. Yeah, it's even... Oh, here we go, here we go. I'm I'm sending it to you right now. That is
2: Oh that yeah, is I know about this.
1: That's yeah. fucking horrifying.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's extremely off putting.
1: Oh, uh, I don't like that. <laughs> it's like I don't it's like my mom my mom actually had like a little like garden art or whatever the fuck that should be put it on our fence. And it was kind of like the, the little moon face looking thing. And yeah. I, I swear to God, one night I'm out like trying to get like at two three a.m. getting like a a drink of water, and I passed by the um uh the window that um that you could see the uh, the moon face on. I swear to fucking God, it winked at me.
0: <laughs> crazy things when you don't like shit, bro.
2: Oh.
1: I, I just I have an irrational fear of whatever the fuck that is.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: anyway, um enough of my uh, irrational fears I, I guess that's all the time we have for the uh for the podcast
0: yep, we're at like exactly hour twenty minutes perfect all right so uh thank you for listening to higher mammal podcast. I hope you enjoyed this uh bit of a more organized episode design. Let me look at my calendar real quick, but um. We will most likely be getting back to you on the first Saturday of February, which will be February fourth. We've hit uh, three episodes for January, so yeah.
1: Oh, shit, it's the twenty-first already.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: How the fuck is it almost February already? Like I'm still, I'm still trying to process twenty twenty-one. at the thank beginning. <laughs> thank, thank you all for joining us on the Higher Mammal Podcast. Uh, we have been your hosts, Parker and Barbecue. Um, yeah, you said we'll we'll see y'all again on what the first weekend of February,
0: February fourth, first Saturday. February
1: fourth, yeah. So uh, thank you all for joining us. Um, stay safe, stay free, and um, just love each other. And um, we will see Wait, y'all in the next episode.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah
1: you all take care, And uh hopefully we'll have some guests next time. Yep, yep. Cuz uh, I know I know y'all y'all want some guests on, but um unfortunately we could make that happen this episode cuz I'm lazy. But but yeah, we'll get y'all. it next time. Thank y'all for joining us and uh we'll be back with y'all on the 4th. And uh love y'all. Bye. Bye. Okay, go away, Craig. This podcast is brought to you in part by KVXN Vixen Radio based in Marion, Virginia. Anchor and listeners like you. Thank you.